episode 68 and welcome in to the benches cleared podcast where we cover the best rivalry in all of sports i am jesse gutierrez and i represent the side of the san francisco giants who went a great five and two last week and i'm tyler co representing the los angeles dodgers who are currently sitting at five and one but they're down two nothing in the top of the eighth so we'll see so they're gonna have three losses um, and I, I didn't uh, want to cut you off. I don't want to go on forever, but I do have to mention that I represent the side of the Giants who are uh, the best record in the National League, first place in the division, most home runs in the National League. I mean, the list goes on and on. I mean, another five home runs today, and the game's still going. Yeah, well, we get to play the Arizona Diamondbacks this weekend, okay? So, <laughs> And their slump ends this weekend. Uh, See, that's that's the thing. <laughs> is when someone's in that big of a slump, you know it has to end eventually. It has to end. It has to and end. And it just seems – I'm hoping it ends tomorrow or if you're watching this, this afternoon. Right, right. I'm right. hoping. I mean, my fingers are crossed. Well, I, I even, even with the shit – like I said, it, it's baseball. It almost seems unfair to – to be playing the Diamondbacks right now. Like I almost like last night's comeback was, was, was great, but like game one and like today, it just feels like, it feels like you're beating the shit out of your little brother. Like it doesn't even seem like, you know, it should count, but it's going to count and I'm going to take those wins. Yeah. You know, I got so excited yesterday when I was like Diamondbacks and the skid here and then things were just looking great. And then Mike, whatever, Mike, whatever his name is, I don't know his name. Hit that grand slam or whatever. Yastrzemski. No, I don't think. Apparently, that's it. he he had a grandfather that might have played the in major league baseball. So he might have made. It. No one really knows who he is, but every once in a while they bring him up because of how good Mike Yastrzemski is, and it's really nice that he gets recognition every yeah, once Mike in a while for having a great. Or whatever hit that grand slam, <laughs> and you know, it just kind of it bummed me out. I was gonna look like a genius again for like the millionth time, but. Then you look like an no idiot for the billionth time. So yeah, I, I get yeah. it. it. Makes it makes I'm a lot just of a, sense. I'm, according to Astros Twitter, I'm just a fat loser. So <laughs> no, I'll wear it. I'll Big wear facts. It. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, Astros Twitter. I don't even know where to even start with Astros Twitter. Like all we can just say is your Mexican food is fucking trash in Texas. So that just describes your taste buds and, and what you love. So go fuck yourself. Um. Yeah, but other than that, let's get into some other some things that, that that bum us out. Because honestly, I'm so sick and tired of talking about sticky stuff on every single fucking episode. But we got to keep talking about it. It keeps coming up in the news. It's never um, going to end. It's never going to end until, I don't know. There's just so... Because we've talked about things needed to change, right? With spider tack and, 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 and these things with that are issues... Um, you know, but there's a lot of things that weren't issues. Sunscreen and rosin was not affecting spin rates that much, like barely anything. Uh, even pine tar wasn't affecting it to a point where it really needed to be policed. It's just about control. And and I think we just get right into to, to, to the videos on um, our new segment called Players Say What? So this week on Players Say What? We're going to bring you not one, but three videos from uh, Garrett Cole, 
Tyler Glass now and then Trevor Bauer um, talking about the, the the rules that are being now enforced and the repercussions. Uh, and we're going to talk about it. Give it a listen. Um, please just please just talk to us. Please just work with us. I know you have the hammer here, but um, you know there there's there's uh, we've been living in a gray area for so long. Um, I would just hate to see players get hurt. I would I would hate to see balls start flying at people's heads. I had a really tough time gripping the baseball tonight, uh, especially early when it was windy. So, a hundred percent believe that contributed to me getting hurt. Uh, no doubt, without a doubt. Um, I think like it's it's ridiculous. Like, I'm just gonna. I have used sticky stuff before. It's ridiculous that like it seems like this whole public perception of like. Oh, just like select few people. Like your favorite pitcher probably 50 years ago was using something too. Like if you felt these balls, how inconsistent they were, like you have to use something. So in the past, I my like substance of choice is sunscreen and rosin. Like just nothing egregious, something to where I can get a grip on the ball so it doesn't feel dusty. But two starts ago against the Nationals, I went cold turkey, nothing. And before that start, I remember when all this stuff came out, I was talking to people and talking to doctors. And they were like, the thing that maybe MLB doesn't realize or that players don't realize is like, what, what is the injury? Like, what, what is the prevention of like, maybe it'll add to injuries. And in my mind, I was like, that sounds dumb. That sounds like an excuse a player would use to make sure he can use sticky stuff. But I threw to the Nationals with nothing. I've never been, a, I don't use sticky stuff to, I don't use spider tack. I don't need more spin. I, I have huge hands. I spin the ball fine. I want grip. I did well against the Nationals, probably one of the best starts I had all year. I woke up the next day and was like, I am sore in places that I didn't even know I had muscles in. Like, Well, Trevor, I'm just going to get right to it. There's no more here. And I just want to say, you know, MLB obviously came out with a statement today. And I was just about the sticky stuff about pitchers using. And I was just wondering what your reaction is to that. Legal or illegal? <laughs> well, that Push looks illegal, but I bet I guess that's not. It's, yeah. yeah, it looks very illegal, right? It says a combination of sweat and rosin, so I don't know if they can't outlaw sweat and they give me rosin. So, am I going to get suspended for for that? I, I don't know. And I think that's one of the biggest issues right now is they haven't thought through a lot of these things. Um, they just made the umpires judge, jury, and executioner. So, if an umpire thinks that your hand is sticky, even if you have nothing on your hand and he decides to throw you out because he doesn't like you, doesn't like the team, whatever, maybe you're arguing balls and strikes earlier. There's no appeals process. I can't go argue that my hand wasn't sticky an hour ago or whatever. Uh, and you haven't, the best analogy for this is you have basically uh, people who have never seen traffic before or have now been given no radar guns and have been told, hey, you're supposed to tell uh, who's speeding and who's not and then give them tickets and there's no appeal process so i'm supposed to look and say oh that is sticky or that isn't sticky or that guy's going 20 miles an hour or that guy's going 120 miles an hour umpires haven't been trained to know what is sticky and what isn't and like if i can hold a ball like this that's obviously illegal right but it's not because it's sweat and rosin so it's a mess uh typical mlb fashion uh they didn't get a whole lot about this right however i will say it is nice that four years later um, they are trying to do something about the integrity of the game because I've been talking to him about this issue for four years. So last week, or was it two weeks ago when that Garrett Cole video came out when they asked him if he used anything? And he was basically was just like, oh, well, see the yeah, thing. Yeah, right. uh. Now, today, after he pitches, I mean, you know, <laughs> he looks really sad. He looks like right. he's getting choked up. And you want to, I want to hate him for it. And I want to be like, this is what a defeated man looks like. This is what a right. cheater looks like. Right. 
but I kind of get where he's coming from. And that's the hardest thing about this is I feel like as, as more things have come out and now with what we're going to get into with the MLB detailing what their plan is, I flip flop right. so, so much back on this, back and forth on this. I mean, you kind of get where Cole's coming from. I mean, you could be putting someone's career at stake with, you know, someone like Glass now who might have a UCL injury, who right. does have a UCL injury that might be attributed to having to stop cold turkey. Right. I mean, you kind of feel for him. And wh- when he's saying that, you know, MLB has the hammer and they should talk to the pitchers, they should. Right. Those are the guys they should be talking to because it's their careers who they're putting on the line with right. how they're choosing to enforce this. So, I, I kind of get where Cole is coming from, and I didn't think I'd sit, be sitting here saying that, but I kind of feel for him. Right, and there's there's something I want to answer to that, but I feel like we're going to cover it when we talk about the, um, you know, when we get to, to Tyler Glass now. But I, I, I agree. Um, yeah, I mean, you want to you want to? Well, I do. I am going to talk shit because I feel like Garrett Cole is kind of like the poster child for Spider Tech, so. Spider tack is much like that is cheating. But when you're going to sunscreen and rosin, like, you know, in, in the second clip where, where Tyler glass now um, admits to, he uses sunscreen and rosin and he just needs a grip on the ball. He's not a big spin, right? Type guy. He's just trying to freaking let it fly. Um, it's crazy that they did this in the middle of the season. It's in, especially when they told the players, listen, just keep doing what you're doing. We just want to collect data and we want to see what's going on and, 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 you know, what we can, we want to be able to give you a substance to use to where you can get grip, but you know, it's not giving you an unfair advantage. And they didn't do that. They just said, ah, oh, nah, you can't use shit anymore. Good luck, bitch. Like it's, yeah. it's insane. And I didn't even think about, you know, now that we're on the Tyler Glass now subject, I even think about how can it it can affect the pitcher. Keep on talking about safety for the hitters, but the fact that he was like, listen, a, a doctor told me that, you know, it's going to hurt me. And I'm like, that sounds like somebody just trying to say that they need, you know, making an excuse. But he was like, then I'm sore in places I've never been sore before because you have to hold the ball like yeah. harder. You have to pinch it harder and it strains yeah. your arm more. It's just, I, I get where he's coming from, I, I especially because he's admitting to using sunscreen rods. I mean, could he be lying? Sure. Very possible. I don't believe so because he's not like a guy with a freaking sweeping slider that goes from like here to here. He's a fastball guy. Um, but I don't know. I, I, it makes sense to me, and I, I think that's that's a huge part of it. it. it It's crazy because if you think if you're just holding a ball like this, you don't have to put any pressure to hold, but if you really have to grip it, dude, I mean, you can feel your muscles tense up right, right into your UCL, yeah. which is the most yeah, important part of pitching. Right. And that's the thing. Like I didn't, I never thought about that until he said that. And that when I watched that clip and I was like, Oh shit, that makes a lot of sense. You know, like, so yeah. now <clears throat> it's, it, you know, the thing about it is, is everyone's just, they're trying to be so quick and swift about it that I think they're just ignoring all logic and all reason. And with the third clip, with what Bauer's talking about, I mean, dude, there's just 
you know, and you guys can search out the full Bauer video because it's about eight minutes long. But what are they doing? There's no appeals process. It's super subjective. If an umpire goes up to a guy and, you know, we saw Bauer, you can hold the ball like this without with just using rosin and sunscreen. One umpire. No, rosin and sweat. Oh, yeah. Rosin and sweat. Right. One umpire interpret that as being too sticky. And then another crew might not. And he's using a legal substance. So what, right. what's the plan here? And the other thing too is, and Bauer brings it up in a longer video he put out today, which is a great point. You get suspended for 10 games. Your roster spot does not get filled. So right. now you're taxing the rest of the pitching staff who is also yeah. at risk for injury because now Something they can't get hurt. Use yeah. rosin and sweat. It's right. just, it's a shit show right now. An yeah. absolute in the middle show. of a season. And I feel like that's the biggest underlying. The only thing I didn't like about the Trevor Bauer uh, interview um, was that he kind of hinted at like there could be collusion with umpires and and you know if they don't like your team or you're arguing balls and strikes, it's kind of putting first of all you're putting a target on your back because you're suggesting that when nothing of the sort has happened. I mean if something like that happens and you want to say something, then maybe. But to put that out there is a little not only putting the target on your back, but I feel like it's egging umpires on. Um, but other than that, I feel like he's hundred percent right with this, especially the thing that I can't stress enough. Um, and that Tyler glass now touched on, uh, on the, on the video before was middle of this. You have, you, you, you told these pitchers just do the same thing that you're doing. And then you're, you're going to be good. We're just collecting data that all of a sudden in the middle of the season, from start to start, you're like back to square one. You can't use shit, and now you're stuck there. Like, fuck. Now I gotta like ramp up and learn how to use how to pitch without this stuff, without how to without using sunscreen. Ro- yeah, you shouldn't be using spider tack, but sunscreen rosin. Come on, bro. You should be able to use that. Yeah. Well, dude, the <clears throat> you know I don't know how invested a lot of people are in a lot of the inner workings on baseball or, you know, that baseball goes through a baseball is super slick. A pearl baseball, a brand new out of the box baseball is super slick. Mm-hmm. So then they use the mud to rub it down. And Bauer makes another good point. The idea is a, you know, a club is supposed to rub up six, seven cases of balls before a game. So it still has a little bit of tack because that mud's going to be somewhat damp. But sometimes they do it months in advance and just have cases and cases. When mud dries, it's just dust. Yeah. It's not, there's no tack to it. Uh So, this idea of, you know, for 150 years, they've used this Delaware mud. Maybe it's time to tack the balls up. I think that's the right way to go. Right. If they, if they pre tack the balls every inning or, you know, I don't know how they're going to do it, but that, that seems like the only solution. And you certainly can't implement that in the beginning of or in the middle of the season. So they should have just fucking waited and did it in mm. the off season. Yeah. You know, and can just, you just imagine MLB yeah. just always wants to sweep things under the rug. Always. And the one time they act in a somewhat fast fashion, they're blowing it. Right. And I just, and we all know the Trevor Bauer is a target on his back because of how much he talks up about Rob Manfred. Um, I, I just feel like there is going to be a time where Trevor Bauer is obviously going to be 
using his sweat with some rosin to to pitch and they're going to throw him out of the game and it's going to be just a whole shit show. And especially if this NL race is, you know, this NOS race is, is, is as close as it is now. And then like something like that happens and there's a, there's a, you know, domino effect. There's going to like, it's just going to be a complete shit show. So I, they needed to, if they're going to take all this shit away, they needed to be like, Hey, here's something that we have to replace it for player safety, pitchers, and hitters. So, I mean, we could talk about all day how it's a shit show, what they should have. I mean, there's so many different ways on how they should have handled this, but the most important thing is, is middle of the season shouldn't have happened and they should have been, they should have given a replacement for what they were using. Yeah. A hundred percent. And it's, it's going to be interesting to see how many more pitchers go down with injury because of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so, it's stupid. Hope, um, hopefully that doesn't happen. But, but offense I, is I up. I can almost guarantee it. Offense I, is up around the league. I mean, I, that was what they wanted, and they got it. But I just – yeah, the the, the whole be, on, on the back of pitcher injury is just ridiculous. So, I don't know. This hasn't been a problem yet, but who knows? I mean, technically it has been a problem because Tyler Glass, now one of the best pitchers in baseball, is now going to be rehabbing until the postseason when he should be just getting Tommy John. That's probably what's best for him, but guy wants to pitch. You yeah. can't really blame him for that. So, yep. and then of course, Tampa Bay Rays don't want to freaking pay him to rehab. They're trying to get his trade value up so they can ship him out of town and get 20 more prospects. <clears throat> trying to pull the old Clevenger move. <laughs> trade him and then ruin him in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, we can talk about this all day, and unfortunately, we're probably going to have to mention it 20 more times during the year on, on, on this pod. But uh, I'm I'm honestly sick of talking about it. But we have to keep talking about it when shit like this happens. So um, I hope everything goes well and no more pitchers get hurt. But probably not going to happen. So moving on to baseball games that happened last week, the Giants did go five and two. Um, the National Series was very shitty. Um, if you were to tell me that the Giants would score three times in a four-game series, I would be saying that I'm. we'd be lucky to have won one game. But somehow we got out of there in a split. Um, Kyle Schwarber all of a sudden just decided to be the guy he was supposed to be when he was a prospect when the Giants are in town. Um, yeah, I mean, pitching was, was, was really great, but offense was non-existent. But, I mean, and I want to say how they're tearing it up against the Diamondbacks, but at the same time, it's the fucking Diamondbacks. I mean. Yeah, you should be. Yeah. Well, and but at the same time, coming back from 7-0, beating them 13-7 to right now, um, I, that counts for something. Like, I mean, even if it's, it's a, a shitty team scoring, coming back, Winning um, in in with the Grand Slam yesterday and then today that is something. Belt starting to get hot. I mean, the hottest dude in baseball, Stephen Duggar's doing well. I mean, Buster Posey's dropping dick and dropping hog like he has been all season. They're starting to come around, and I get it. But I am I'm not gonna lie. The next, you know, whoever good team we're playing next with good pitching, I'm gonna be a little worried um, that we're gonna score three in an entire fucking series. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think that's that's 
pretty much what needs to be said about last week. It was very good. I don't want to be that guy. I'm not trying to complain, but I am kind of biting my nails at the uh, the offense if when we face a good team. Yeah, it's bullshit because we should have came on tonight and said the, you know, we both could have said our teams were in first place, but the uh, Diamondbacks decided to uh, go home before the game was over last night. Mm-hmm. But what? Diamondbacks do have Zach Gallen coming back tomorrow and pitching him against the Giants. So hopefully he is there. Yeah, but, you know, it's his first game back, so you know he's going to pitch maybe what? No pitch count. He's going nine. He's throwing 150 (laughs) pitches. Complete game study. No way. He's going to be on like a 50-pitch limit. Let's say he no hits him through four, through five. Okay, that's fine. Then we'll just drop dick. Uh, we're all over their ball stranger, like we have been. So. Stranger things have happened. Uh, Dodgers like last what? week started. Dodgers, let me finish. <laughs> it's my the turn of the of the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, again, another team you should be beating and beating mm-hmm. convincingly, which they did. Um, then we come in with the Rangers. Same thing. Dodgers explode in Game One, win twelve one. And then get their ass reversed the next day and lose one to twelve, so that sucked. And then going into <laughs> the final game of the series, that sucked. <clears throat> Kenley came in and shut the door. Got a little shaky at the end, um, but they won the series. Tonight it looks it's not looking good. We're down two nothing, top of the ninth to the Phillies, but we already locked up the series win. We won the first two games. Um, tonight's a little bit of a, a little league lineup with McKinstry playing third, <laughs> Susan Jr. playing right. Um, no pool hosts in there, no Turner. So, you know, it is what it is. Bellinger officially on the IL, uh, retroactive to last weekend, I believe. Or mm-hmm. so hopefully he'll be with the squad. I know he's, I think he's traveling with them to Arizona. Hopefully he'll at least be able to start the San Diego series next week. Muncie, mm-hmm. you know, oblique, never really know, but we'll see. I mean, all things considered five and one at the moment, it was a good week, you know, and if Bellinger and Muncie can get back and Bellin, hmm, I guess we'll find out maybe our first walk up of the, of the year, we might get shut out for the first time in the year. We might have our first walk up. Ooh, that's true. Yeah, Philly's bullpen. Ah, uh, I've I haven't been paying attention to them, but they have been hot lately. So I'm imagining their bullpen's been doing better. Uh, but you know, well, yeah, they certainly aren't over. as bad as they were last year. <laughs> yeah, kinda, that would that would be pretty hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And now it's time for stud and dud of the week. Giant side, we have to. I kind of went at this guy last week about how I wanted to put him as my dud, and I couldn't because he made an incredible um, play. But he's free and fair game this week. I got to give my dud to Michael Talkman, um, who's hitting 105 this week with one walk. Yeah, one walk. That's part of his game. He's, he's I mean, he's not really going to be a high average guy. At best, he might be hitting 250, 260, but he's supposed to be working counts and, and getting his walks. He's not even doing that right now. So Mike Talkman, the plays that he makes are game savers, and they're fucking huge. Uh, let's get just a little bit more consistent, though. Mike Talkman, 
ramp it up next week. I, I can tell he's going to have a big play in, uh, when they play against Philly. A little foreshadowing there. Um, going now to my stud. I got to go with my man, Anthony DiScalfani Disco, with a complete game shuddy in Washington. Um, and then, you know, one earned run in, uh, in five innings this uh, in today's game. So he's got 14 innings, one earned run with 13 Ks. Got to love it. Disco Inferno. Here it go. I don't know where to go from there because I'm not a rhymer. So, but yes, I tried my best. Wow, terrible job. Yes. Um, for my for my Big stud, facts. I'm gonna start it off with my stud. I'm going start with it. my boy Marcus Betts. Mookie Betts. Is his name Marcus? Mookie went. Yeah, Marcus Lynn Betts. Dog. Okay, his initials I, are MLB. He was destined for greatness. Mm, and speaking okay. of greatness. It's finally starting to come out a little bit. He's mm. he he's shaking off the rust. Um, he went seven. Let's see, seven for twenty-one, three home runs, four RBIs, four walks, a stolen base. I mean, he's starting to look like Mookie. The defense is there. It's always been there. Yeah, that that's never play, really stopped. That incredible play he had in Pittsburgh, where he stops on a dime, turns, fires, gets the guy out at home, double play. I mean, that was incredible. Shades of Roberto Clemente, especially being that it was in Pittsburgh. Um, mm-hmm. Dud of the week, I'm going I'm going A.J. Pollock. Really? Okay. Who, I don't know what it is. He just looks lazy in left field. I mean, the offense hasn't been there. He's batting mm. like 188 this past week. But he just mm. looks lazy in left field, too. There was a ball tonight that was hit over his head. I thought – they might have stretched into a triple because it looked like he was just, it looked like that. Uh, what was it with when Upton and Longoria got in that fight a long time ago? Cause Upton was like walking <laughs> to the ball. It right. 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 Some, 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 it was reminiscent of that a little bit. So, right. I mean, AJ Paul, that was a good moment in baseball yeah, history. That, that's, that's great that, that you brought was. that up. Uh, AJ Pollock, you know, is now playing a bigger role because of the injuries. So we need, we need him to step up. So hopefully this past this next week, you know, he, he has a better week, but we'll find out. We will find out. Um, and now that we are done talking about what happened last week, that obviously means it is now time for fuck you of the week brought to you by Farhan. Fuck that guy. You can quote me on that. It's going to one. I don't even know. Accuser. Is that what we're going to call him? Uh, uh, I don't even know what to call this guy. Uh, his name is Ryan S- Spader, Spader, Speeder, Speeder, Spader, Speedo, well, whatever the fuck his right? name is. Um, this guy just came out with an article. I mean, with a series of tweets talking about um, how he has proof that the Yankees are cheating, cheated, that the Red Sox cheated, that the Dodgers cheated. Um, and that Chase Utley is the biggest cheater of them all. Um, I don't know if he's just on Houston's payroll or what the deal is, but he says he has all this proof, but his proof is, oh, I talked to multiple sources. So basically, uh, just trust me. And yeah, I, I know, I know everything. Like my dad can beat up your dad. Trust me. Believe me. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. That's a, those are some big accusations. And to bring such a big, so many big accusations and not even present any 
evidence. So mm-hmm. one, you don't even have concrete evidence. You don't even have, you didn't even elaborate on a lot of what the cheating was. Calling Chase Dudley the biggest cheater in baseball history and just saying that, how is anyone supposed to take that seriously? And then you have all the bozo Houston Astros fans who are finally like, oh my God, the heat can be taken off us. Let's jump on it. So those are really the only people, it seems, in the baseball community that are giving this, you know, any sort of attention, positive attention, agreeing with it, hoping to God it's true. Those are the only people. I mean, how can you say all these teams cheated and then you have nothing? Oh, Adrian Beltre had a guy who waved a shirt. Prove it. Yeah, where's the video of the shirt? Like that that should be able to be researchable. So I don't know. Dodgers had... Dodgers had someone dressed in an MLB polo setting up cameras at Minute Maid during the World Series. Show me. Yeah. Prove it. That's all that's all we're asking. If that comes out to be have true, one person on on the record, like just yeah. like one person that you can rely on right now. Right. And then you have fucking clowns like Josh Reddick, you know, posting about it like <laughs> like look, everyone else does it. This doesn't mean anything. This is not even a like an afterthought for me. Until you give me some sort of concrete evidence, this is nothing. This is some dude just trying to make a bigger name for himself. And yeah, he'll get attention for a couple days. And then if he doesn't bring forth any evidence, it's just going to go away. And he'll yeah. fade into obscurity again. Yeah, and, and of course, Houston Astro fans are going to latch onto this and, and pretend this is proof and their argument is would you believe that the uh that the buzzer the the buzzer theory and you know there was no proof and technically they're right there was no proof but it says in the report that they continue to cheat in 2018 and 2019 and not only at home i'm sorry not only at home but on the road how they weren't using trash cans and they have not came out and said how they were cheating. So something is being held back. Is is the buzzer right. thing true? Nobody knows except for the people that were there. And but and the other there thing is, too is it is proven in the report that there was something that hasn't been reported, but they're keeping it a secret, I guess. I don't know. And it's also, you know, the buzzer theory gained a lot of traction because of that walk-off home run and Altuve covering his shirt and doing this. So there was a lot of suspicious activity that, right, right. you know, kind of backs that up that at least gives it some sort of credence, but you're right. right. There's no, there is no proof. There's none. And I, I'm not an idiot. I'm going to say, yeah, there's no proof. Is it possible? Yeah. Sure. Do I believe it? No, not until I get proof. And that's the thing that Astros well, fans are just, I believe it. I, I believe it like to be true, but I'm mean, like, is it a fact? No, it's not a fact. It's just what I think based on what evidence has been brought to me, but there's no proof. Right. So, so yeah, you can't until, say that happened. I, until then, until this guy gives me one shred of evidence. And the biggest thing that is just so bizarre to me is besides his just trust me, bro source, right his well look at the home and away splits look at the home and road splits so the fuck what that doesn't mean anything no a lot of players play better at home yeah that doesn't mean shit so until you prove something to me you're a fucking idiot so fuck that guy you can quote me on that you can definitely quote me on that 
Um, and now we get into next week. Next week's schedules, the Giants will be finishing up their series uh, with Arizona. They got one more game to finish out the four-game series. They're going to play three against Philadelphia and then two at Anaheim Angels of Los Angeles or the other way around, whatever. I don't care. They're in Anaheim. So I'm going to go a series win in Philly. I'm going to say that they take that last game in Arizona and uh, – See, that's one, two, three, four, and yeah, I'm gonna go four and two with uh, um, let's go a split with the Angels. Um, so yeah, so we're gonna go one, yes, boom, there it is. Gonna finish off the sweep tomorrow, win the series against Philadelphia, and then a split four and two Giants. That's what's happening. Boom, Dodgers lost. Okay, let me give you what's really gonna happen. Let's hear it. First of all. Giants lose tomorrow, right? Okay. <clears throat> Dodgers go into Arizona. They sweep the Diamondbacks. Then the okay. Dodgers are going into San Diego. They take two of three. It's so facto. Dodgers, this time next week, half game up in the division. Oh first place. My Here we go. They said it couldn't happen. We're <laughs> gonna prove them wrong. I think Dodgers go. I think Dodgers go five and one. I think Arizona Ooh. continues its losing ways even though they're going to win tomorrow against the Giants. Right. Then they go back to losing three in a row. And then we take uh, two or three. San Diego's not looking good. No, they're not. They just got it's, swept by the Rockies. It's they're now what? Both of us very happy. Yes. Well, lost, I mean. Like, six of seven, I believe. If I'm not mistaken. Yes. They lost the series against um, the Cubs, who the Giants just <clears throat> dick slapped. And Blake then Snell that was continues the last to look like absolute dog shit. Big facts. He has an, he has an ERA above nine on the road. Big facts. And that, and that went up today, which that has to be pretty hard to do. So, uh, <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> that's pretty hard to Tatis, do. dog. He's, uh, wow, he's the savior of baseball. So, well, there's that. The standards are looking great. I mean, San Diego Padres are now six games in back of the first place San Francisco Giants. Not a, a sentence that I thought was going to be said in june what does it say the 16th 17th when you listen to this so yeah i just realized the dodgers are now two games two games back the dodgers just lost so now the dodgers are two games back hey but so, they got the first wall card so congratulations yeah but i'm saying now my math doesn't make sense because we just lost the dodgers are going two sweeps next week <laughs> and they're getting right. a half game up you heard it here first. Okay. All right. Well, have fun in that wild card game against San Diego. Thank you, everyone, for watching. As always, this episode <laughs> is brought to you by Renovation Candle Company, where summer candles are out now, and they have a new rule where they will not ship to the city of Houston. So if you live in the city of Houston, no <laughs> candles for you. Everywhere else in the world, you got them. Go fuck yourself, San Diego and Houston. And just Agreed. Texas. Um, yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure, yeah, pick up those candles. Make us look good. Um, make sure to subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting platform and on YouTube. Hit that little bell and you'll get nice notifications. We have really cool guests in bonus episodes like we did with Eric Gagne. Go check that out if you didn't before. It was dope as shit. Uh, yeah, follow us on TikTok Benches Cleared. Twitter Benches Cleared P. Instagram Benches Cleared Podcast. 
And I think that's it. Thank you guys for listening. That's the way the cookie crumbles. We'll see you next week where the Giants are still going to be in first place. And that's just the way it is. I doubt it. Thank you guys. I doubt it.